Hey everybody, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And for the next couple of weeks, we're taking a little bit of a break, but we didn't want to leave you hanging, so we're re-sharing some fan favorite episodes, starting with episode number 32, What Do You Do For Fun? This is such a funny one to me because we've spent quite a bit of time this past year exploring hobbies and do we have any and what do we do for fun? And I think we need to take a little bit of our own advice. We could stand to re-listen to this episode. Absolutely. It's mid-December as we're recording this and I think we're in the New Year's resolution phase. Are we starting over once again with let's get some hobbies? Yes, exactly. If you've heard this episode before, go ahead and give it a re-listen. And if you haven't, it's brand new to you. So give it a listen and we'll be back in January. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are going to talk all about hobbies. How do you answer that awful question, what do you do for fun? Uh, We're going to talk about how to carve out time for hobbies, things that we enjoy, share some hobbies that people shared in our community. But first, you can always find us outside of the podcast on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And you can hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. You can also sign up for Patreon. Have you signed up yet? Just starting at $3 a month, you can get access to exclusive content we create. And I know if you sign up for our highest tier, you get a special little delivery from us. So join us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Also, we love your emails. If you want to email us at any time, it's Wendy at gmail.com. And what do we got for us today? We aren't reading an email this week simply because the emails were more direct feedback to us as opposed to like information to share with the class. But what we do have to read, if you want a super easy, free way to support our show, you can leave a review. And the easiest place to do that is by going to meganandwendy.com slash Apple Podcasts. That will take you straight to the Apple Podcast system where you can leave a rating and a written review. And to show you just how easy it is, I'm going to read one we received recently from TD Ratliff, which says, I love, love, love Megan and Wendy's friendship and rapport. They are delightful. And thank you so much for that review. We love your reviews. Of course, They make us feel good, but there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts in the Apple podcast system alone, and they do help us to stand out from the crowd and find an audience. Moving on, I have a follow-up from a recent episode. I mentioned that I had purchased a pair of bike shorts that I was really enjoying, and I declared them the hot weather workout short to own. Uh Uh-oh. This is a good follow-up. So, okay. I had not actually put that to the test in the months since I had purchased them. But now we are three for three. The past three days I have gotten up early, rolled out of bed, put on clothes. I have gone for a morning walk. Oh, Megan. I mean, we're three days in. I mean, I'm calling that a victory. And I have tried out all of my different workout clothes and... The bike shorts are by far my favorite walking bottom short pant situation. They're what the best. Do you, what do you put on top with that? I bought 
an Old Navy oversized t-shirt, but really anything, just any, like, it's a workout tee from Old Navy. So, remember I bought my own bike shorts? I did. They haven't seen the light of day yet, so. Well, <laughs> I don't this was have... <laughs> the first time I had worn mine. Well, that's well. okay. I feel like we need to do this shorties get moving again mm-hmm. challenge. I actually really like that, even though I totally failed at it. But let me tell you, I recently ran into a listener and a shorty at a local park. Hi, Julie. Anyway, she's like, she was there walking and she's like, you know what got me started was your shorties get moving challenge or whatever. (laughs) Yes, swear to God. I was like, well, that's all Megan. That was not me. But yeah, great. (laughs) And then I then I like instantly felt bad that like I should be doing the same thing instead of just like hanging out and watching soccer practice. (laughs) (laughs) But that was awesome. I'm glad we influenced somebody. We should bring back summer shorties get moving. I yeah. highly recommend the bike short if you are working out in the summer. I also wore a different pair of shorts that were looser and they rode up the entire time. Miserable. The bike shorts, they don't ride up. Obviously, there's no like leg chafing, but I find a workout pant to be too hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So very pleased with the bike shorts. I need more pairs because I am not coming home and immediately doing laundry every day. And this is my goal for the summer for this to be a Monday through Friday situation. Well, then you need five pairs of bike shorts. I do. Right. Yeah. Get it, girl. You know, last week was our sweaty, our sweaty summer solutions podcast. Yes, ma'am. I know this isn't on our list, but I want to have two notes for you. One, my husband listened to it and he's like, I had to dip out. Like, he's like, I just couldn't (laughs) continue to listen to you guys talk about swamp ass. I was like, Yeah, I was like, it's not for you him. anyway. So yeah, why are you listening? He goes, yeah. He goes, I like this other stuff. So I go, great, 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 great. You yeah, know, yeah. the second note is we've never podcasted during the summertime, right? And I'm mm-hmm. noticing in my closet today, it's quite warm. Yes. This Do is going to be a call. When we first started, we would talk about how sweaty we were in the closet. Yeah. Was that September? October. But man, uh, I still. was noticing the same thing. And my closet only has one teeny tiny air conditioning vent. It's always hot in here. It's never gets as comfortable as the rest of the house. So we're in for it. Mine does not have any air conditioning vents. So I am so hot. I just swiped on some deodorant, to be honest. <laughs> well, I did order my neck fan. You did? I did. We, I don't know if you do this, but I add things to my Amazon cart just kind of nonstop. Just as I find things, I just add them and they sit there and I think about them. Uh huh. And what typically happens in our house is then my husband will go and he will want to order something and then he'll be like, do you want this? And it's like (laughs) 30 random things that I've added based on swipe ups. Like, do you want this gummy bear AirPod (laughs) case that you have in the cart? So he's like, do you want this neck fan? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> you can take everything else out, but I want the neck fan. So it is arriving tomorrow. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Please share that on our Instagram because I'm oh, dying well. to see it. I want to see it in action. I want to see if it actually cools you down, et cetera, et cetera. I can't wait. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay. So last week we talked about needing breakfast recommendations for mm-hmm. my kid who doesn't eat. Well, I did break down and I ordered that daily harvest smoothie thing because, you know, as soon as I mentioned it, there it was in my Instagram feed, Facebook feed, emails, everything, right? And they had like a 
BOGO offer. So I was like, mm, what the heck? I'm going to buy. It's two weeks worth, basically, right? It cost me $60, I think, for the one week. So $30 for nine. I think, yeah, I think I picked nine. So 18 smoothies okay, for 60 for, bucks. Have they arrived? No, they get here next week. I'm kind of excited about it. We're just going to try it. It's not going to be the solution because who wants to drink a smoothie every day? I don't. No, so, but it will be a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it will be a piece of the puzzle. I also got a message from listener Sheila who suggested those. She's like, they're not breakfasty, and they're not. But those, you know, those little like pre-made packs that have like crackers and cheese and salami and maybe we'll have like well, I guess it wouldn't be a fruit. I think it's just cheese and salami. Like a protein pack. Yeah. She's like, would your daughter eat these? She goes, I would eat them if somebody put one in front of me. Me too. Absolutely. No, my daughter would not eat those because she was like, she would be like, the cheese is weird. You know, it's uh. not the cheese she likes. But it gave me the idea of like making something like that for mm-hmm. her to have mm-hmm. just pre-made in the refrigerator with things that she will eat. And you know, those like separated, you know, Tupperware containers or Ziploc containers or whatever. And I could put some like grapes or I I don't know. So I think I'm going to do some of those too, especially for grab and go in the morning before like she has camp or whatever. So if you guys have any more suggestions, please send them my way. I also pinned a ton of stuff on our Pinterest board. And I will drop a link to that in our show notes. Our Pinterest is pretty dang good. Every time I look at it, I go, oh, there's a lot of good stuff here. So if you're not following good, us on I Pinterest, agree. you should. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to have to take a look at that because I'm already tired of breakfast and it's not even fully summer here. I mean, I still have kids in school. I'm just, I need some ideas. And for me, I'm very bad at breakfast for me. I've been eating those perfect protein bars. Yeah, I love those. Like keto, which I like. Yeah. Um, but I, those are usually my go-to when I am either running out of the house or I just don't feel like making something, but I'm starting to rely on them a little bit too much. So I need to add some variety to my morning. Speaking of food ideas, our mm. friends, the OKS moms, have you seen their Instagram lately? Their summer salad series? Yes. I'm obsessed it. with it. I like messaged them. And I was like, you need to share every salad you're eating. This was like before they made it like a series or whatever. Mm. I don't know why I'm like oddly obsessed with it. I want to see what kind of salads they're making. But when I make salads at home, they're never good. Like they're never restaurant quality. And I can't figure out why. Maybe I don't have all the ingredients for it. I don't know. So our friend Caitlin in a Facebook group, there's a food Facebook group that we're in. She's very good at salads. And I believe she eats a salad for lunch when she's at home, which she has been for a year every day. And she did salad school for us once in <gasps> the Facebook group. And I wonder if we could get her to come on the podcast and do salad school for us because she has like a very specific process for all the kinds of things you need to include with tons of ideas. Mm-hmm. So I'm throwing it out there that maybe we could get a salad school episode. I freaking love that. And mm-hmm. I I need to know like, cause I hate bag salad. So mm-hmm. how can I like pre prep my salad ingredients? I don't know. I have a friend I go, Oh, that salad looks delicious. And she's like, Oh, it's just all what's left over in my refrigerator. And I was like, why don't I have those leftover things? Like, 
I know people my, say throw whatever vegetables you have left eh. over. No, <laughs> that does not work for me either. So I think it needs to be intentional. And if you're hearing this, Caitlin, this is your official invitation. <laughs> Caitlin, email us, Wendy at gmail.com. Or if you know Megan's phone number, please text her because I would love she, to have her on the show. She does know my phone number. Indeed. Oh, excellent. Salad school coming soon, I hope. <laughs> so guess what? I made an appointment to do. Get your eyebrows microbladed. Oh, my God. I love how you know the answer because you see it in our notes. But yes, I'm terrified, too. I'm like, so jealous. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. I assume this person has an extensive Instagram where you've seen examples of their work. She does. And I will leave a link to it. If you're local in Orange County and I'm looking for somebody, I will leave a link. Her name is Sarah. She's been doing my brows forever, but she also does microblading too. She's she's a waxer and she tints my eyebrows and all that stuff, but she's been doing microblading for years and has tons of education behind it. So I trust her to do it, but I'm Mm -hmm. just so terrified. I was like, can we please start like so light and then... I don't want to work. Yeah. Can she do? Because I see a lot of times people go real dark because they have darker eyebrows to begin with. But you and I both have a lighter eyebrow. Mm-hmm. So she can do a lighter look. Yeah, totally. She's mm-hmm. like, it's no problem. And she does two different kinds. There's like a shading option or an, I think it's called like ombre shading or something like that. And then there's the other where you could do the actual strokes, you know, the mm-hmm. hair mm-hmm. strokes. And she's like, it's up to you to decide. I was like, I don't want that decision. I can't decide. <laughs> so if anybody has had their eyebrows microbladed. I would love to hear about your experience because I'm just a big chicken. I can't wait. That's my dream every summer is to not have to deal with my eyebrows and eyelashes. Yeah. I actually think I'm going to go get them tinted uh, next week. I have a friend who's an esthetician and I reached out to her and said, please. Yeah, that's awesome. And finally, I see your note here. So we have been talking a long time about launching merch. It's coming, guys. It's coming. But Wendy has also wanted to add some long story short gifts to Instagram. So talk to me about that. Okay. So, you know, I listen to our, our I listen back to our podcast. Mm-hmm, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you? I know you edit them so you hear them. But do you Correct. actually listen to the final? I don't listen to the final product once it's uploaded. I listen to it all the way through to edit. Oh, and gotcha. typically not again. Okay, so I listened to him and I noticed that we have some common catchphrases that repeat themselves in episode after episode. And I'm like, would that, would those be fun? Like as gifts or on merch or whatever? But I wanted to see from you what you think those common catchphrases are. I have been so nervous ever since I read this in your notes last night because I cannot come up with a single thing that we say. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will do me first and then I'll do you. Oh no, there's okay. Oh, I'm so nervous. Don't worry. Okay, so I notice that I say here's the thing a lot. Okay, okay. I notice that you say the bloom is off the rose. Oh, I do say that. I know. I like it. Is it come from somewhere in particular? Like, is that a common saying? Because I don't know if I've ever heard that before. Oh, yes. I did not coin that phrase. Well, I like it. And I think we should have a gift that says the bloom is off the rose to show that we are not into that anymore. Or I don't I don't know. I like it. It might be a little niche, but I still like it. All right. 
Let's take a quick break and come right back to talk hobbies. All right, we're back. And this week we wanted to talk about hobbies. And very briefly, I mentioned this at the top of the show, but I hate the question, what do you do for fun? It makes me (laughs) want to scream because it feels like a quiz. It feels like you're being put on the spot. It feels like you need to have a great answer. And I feel like my answers are never up to par. Like I don't have exciting hobbies. What if what I want to do for fun doesn't pass muster? I don't like that question. Don't ask me. But I think this is especially important to talk about because Wendy and I are both moms. I don't think this applies to just moms, but I think moms and women, we can easily lose ourselves. I know I can. I lose myself in my role in relationship to the rest of the family, right? Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. kind of the facilitator of their life. I've especially felt that over the past year, kind of feel like a cruise director. I'm the record keeper, but often I'm not my own person. And so I think that's why it's especially important to try and carve out your own interests and time to make those interests a reality. Right. And if we have listeners who are moms to younger kids, I know that sounds carving out time for yourself sounds laughable, right? But it does get better. It does. I mean, we are both moms of tweens and teens and I find myself with a lot more time on my hands than I once did for sure. So it will, there will be a day when there is free time for like a job or hobbies or social events or charity work or whatever it will come. So just know that it will come. But I agree with you. I hate that question of like, what do you do in your free time? Or how do you spend your time? I agree. It feels like a loaded question. And like you said, if like your answer isn't up to muster, then, you know, you feel kind of dumb. Because, you know, I like to watch Netflix. You think that's right? my answer? No, I, like I don't tell books. I don't <laughs> tell people that. I'm like, yeah, I just binged 14 episodes last night. What did you do? You know, <laughs> kind of stupid. But I mean, that is one of the things I like to do. I'll tell you guys you here that. So let's put that out there first. Let's stop apologizing for our hobbies. Let's stop apologizing. We like what we like. Mm-hmm. Same reason we don't need to call things guilty pleasures, right? There's right. no guilt in watching television and enjoying something or reading a book that might have a beach read category label slapped on it. These are all fine things to enjoy. There's no guilt to be had. Okay? Right. We are consuming and enjoying someone else's hard work. So that is okay. That is okay. We posed this question in our Facebook group, and I'd like to share a couple of the answers. Okay. Some of the hobbies enjoyed by the shorties are sewing, quilting, camping, reading, gardening, organizing, which says, is that a hobby? And I say, absolutely. I say yes. Digital scrapbooking, jigsaw puzzles, sewing, another vote for sewing, and a link to an Etsy shop of a shorty in our group, which I am very excited to take a look at. Knitting, crocheting, gardening, working on the budget for hours at a time because I (gasps) love it. Can you work on mine? (laughs) I would love that. Napping, cleaning, getting rid of the excess clothes, knickknacks, kitchen stuff. Who needs 27 forks? We do. There's never enough forks or spoons, guys. I know. We're missing a bunch of spoons. Where do they go? Trash? We had to buy new spoons in our house. Yeah, I think us too. 
Target spoons to add to our... They don't match everything else. Anyway, <laughs> talking to my grown children and my parents, baking, cooking, napping, walking the dog, cross-stitch, crafting, or at least collecting craft supplies, reading, video computer games, and escape rooms. I, this is so exciting to me because it is such a wide range and I like that people were not afraid to say, like, organizing is my hobby. I find joy in that. Working on the budget is my hobby. I enjoy that. I do it more than is necessarily required to keep the house running. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm really am opening up the, the bag Etsy shop of our shorty. She's got some real cute bags in here, guys. All right, we'll drop a link in the... Ooh, look at this faux leather clutch. <gasps> so cute. And it's only $20. What's the name of the Etsy shop? Give her a shout out. Bags by Lisa Slade. All right. We'll drop a link in the show notes, too. We will. Okay. Wendy. Mm-hmm. What do you consider to be your hobbies? Okay. Well, Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, all those, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I also enjoy napping. These are not, I wouldn't call these hobbies, though. These are just things I do. Hobbies in particular, I love gardening. Mm-hmm. I love painting. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoy organizing things. Mm-hmm. I love riding my bird and my electric bike. And things I don't make time for, but I wish I did, photography and and writing. So those, those are my, those are my hobbies. What about you? Reading, planning trips. I enjoy that actually more than the actual travel. I like planning vacations and where we might go and things we might do and what we might pack. I enjoy shopping. I play Bunko monthly with a group of women. Is that a hobby? I think that's a hobby. Sure. Of course. I also enjoy painting, but I enjoy a very specific type of painting where it's very directed. I do not want to sit in front of a canvas and come up with an idea on my own. I want to do the paint classes that we do where they walk you through every step and then you have a finished product. I like that. Side note, I have a, I have a question for you about painting. Okay. You're watching Housewives of New York, right? I have Yes, but I'm only two episodes in. I'm behind. Okay. In last week's episode... They did a nude painting, like a, oh, yes, a nude I, model. <laughs> yes. No, I would not do that. Is that the question? Yeah. Would you do that? I don't have any interest in that. That's not the p- kind of painting I like. I like, you know. I, you like big, cute paintings. Cute paintings. Big, big what? And bicycles. And <laughs> big what? That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. No, me too. Me too. But I, I I, don't think I could do that either. Like I, That to me is like fine art, even though I don't think the ladies of New York were seen it as fine art art, but Mm -hmm. you know yeah i love painting too okay go ahead what else i like crafting but again much like painting i like crafts that can be completed in the span of an hour or two and have very clear directions involved again i do not like creating my own crafts i like i would like to follow these steps and have a finished product at the end yeah Ooh. Dining out in restaurants is also a hobby that I do not do nearly often enough, but... Oh, I like that one. Quite a bit of joy. Like, you like trying new restaurants, trying new things at restaurants, that kind of stuff? Or just... And just being in a restaurant in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that would have been an answer pre-2020. It would have been because it's still something that 
we don't do nearly often enough, but something that I always enjoy. Like, if we're making plans and there's no food involved, I'm out. (laughs) Oh, you're funny. That's funny. Yeah, I enjoy, like, I've always been a longtime watcher of, you know, like, Top Chef, and I Mm -hmm. like dining at those restaurants. I'm not a foodie by any means, but I like saying I ate at somebody's restaurant and eating their food. (laughs) And I enjoy that. I enjoyed that, too. I'm going to put that down. Eating. (laughs) Yes, I like food. I am a live to eat person, not an eat to live person. (laughs) And I am married to an eat to live person. And of all of the things you should talk about before you enter into a long term relationship with someone, I do believe that should be one of the things you should discuss right up there with how are you going to handle finances? And what are your thoughts on the division of labor in a household? (laughs) And how do you feel about air conditioning? Yes. <laughs> kidding. What is your ideal sleeping temperature? Oh, my God. So I have a question. Yes. And I want to know how much time do you put aside or save for yourself in your calendar? Because I know you're a to-do girl. Mm. Do you block time off for like this is this is me time. I'm going to paint during this time or I'm going to whatever, do crafts or photography or whatever. Do you do that? I typically only do that when I'm doing it with another person. I'm really good about, well, I try to be good about if you and I make plans, I put it on the calendar. I put it on the family calendar. So it's clear, especially pre COVID we're going to Timory Mm -hmm. or I put my monthly bunco on the calendar Obviously, we hadn't been doing that in person. We finally are doing outdoor Banco again. And that everyone in my family knows. Mommy goes to Banco once a month. I'm out. And I putting it on the family calendar, I feel like makes it, okay, everybody knows it was there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to make plans and you guys are going to make it work. My husband's really good about looking at the family calendar, but when we make plans, so he's aware when things are coming up. I'm less good about doing it for I'm going to sit down and read for an hour or I'm going to carve out time to paint for myself. Yeah. See, that's I think the problem is that we tend to push hobby time to spare time. And Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. when do we have Mm -hmm. spare time? Mm -hmm. Right. Are you going to stay up late? That's your spare time. You know, it's just not like as women, I was going to say as moms, but it's not just moms as women or parents or full-time working people or whatever. It's hard to find spare time. Well, and I think if you have spare time in your day and you haven't scheduled something that you'd like to do, it's very easy to look at that time and think, oh, well, I could start another load of laundry. I could straighten up the kitchen. I could get ahead on this other thing. And if you haven't put something in that space. I think for me, it's harder to say, oh, I'm going to do something that's just for me right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's kind of daunting to think like, oh, I'm going to add one more thing to my to-do list. You know, it can be. So I think it's important to like schedule the time. Like for instance, Fridays are my bird day. That's when I go ride my bird at the park. Like I look forward to it. It's 90 minutes out of the day and it's amazing. It's like the one thing like I look forward to. It's not the one thing I look forward to, but I look forward to it every week. I think that if you regularly put these 
you know, hobby plans on your calendar, then it will become a better habit of making time for it and and doing it. Right. And I think if you look at your time right now and you aren't putting any time into things that you enjoy, this is not something that needs to happen every day. Like Wendy has it once a week. And I think you'd be surprised how much that once a week, I'm not going to say is enough. There could always be more times for things that we enjoy, but it's certainly fulfilling. Oh, right? totally. To that once a week. And if even once a week feels overwhelming, okay, what are you going to do this month? What one thing this month can you add to the calendar that's just for you? Because we understand that work and kids and partners and all those other things, they do take up time. But start with this month and then, okay, now I'm going to do something once a week that's just for me and put it in the calendar. Honestly, with my walking in the morning, Mm -hmm. that was something we had to work out in the schedule because my husband also runs every morning. And so it had to be a discussion because originally we were trying to do it back to back and it takes up so much time in our morning for both of us to be gone. And I was like, no, this isn't going to work. So we have worked out a schedule so that we can both be out of the house and do what we need to do. I just carve the time out, make the time. It's really easy to put everyone's schedule ahead of yours and your time is valuable as well. So I have a question about exercise being a hobby. Like I know that your, your walk is more than exercise, right? For you. And I don't consider it a hobby. Go ahead. Right. But I think some people do. And then I see I have a hard time with things that are solely productive. Like there's no leisure in it. So painting, that to me is leisure. Whereas gardening feels productive. Does that make sense? Yes. So you have a hard time in what way? Well, okay. the point I was trying to make is like, you don't have to feel productive, but yes. that might just be my own hang up. No, I hear what you're saying. Reading to me is not productive. I think we all could use a good lesson in feeling like we need to be productive at all times. And this feeling like our day is not a success if we were not productive, because sometimes the success is, hey, you took care of yourself and you took a break. That mm-hmm. is a success. Yeah. You don't need to be producing something all the time. And I think, I think this is a woman thing often. Oh, I didn't do anything in that two hours. Like, what was I doing? No, you were taking care of yourself. I can guarantee you that men who are spending a few hours playing golf or going to the gym every day or doing whatever it is, never think, oh, man, I wasted that three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a mindset shift, but I don't feel like in my hobby time, like, oh, I need to be productive. I feel okay that this is just for fun. See, well, I will tell you that when I do go on my bird rides, I do feel a little bit guilty because I'm not being productive. But this is something I've been working in therapy on for a long time is because I'm hung up on always feeling like I have to produce something or be productive. And so... The therapist is telling me, hey, no, you are allowed to take care of yourself. Take a break. Like, nobody says that you have to be productive in the 18 hours you're awake. Right. That's Uh, something we've put on ourselves. Do you think that comes from the fact that we don't have full-time income-producing jobs? I would say that is a factor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, I feel that my job, and it's I'm 
air quoting here, is to be a homemaker. And I have to do the stuff around the home and produce around the home because that's what is expected. It's not. I put that on myself. My husband would never agree to that. Like he would never say that that is what my role is. But yes, that's that's definitely how I feel because I don't have like an actual, you know, nine to five. And I think part of the challenge of people who identify their jobs as, quote, homemaker, mm-hmm. is that is a job that is never done. There's always something I could be doing at home for my family. There's always more to be done. And so if you identify that way, I think it's really easy to feel that time you're, quote, taking away from that is a negative, as opposed mm-hmm. to neutral. This isn't time I could be cleaning my house or time I could be prepping for dinner or time I could be taking care of business at home because you are in your tw- – your home is a full-time 24-hour thing, but taking care of it doesn't need to be. Right. Exactly. And this is what I like is the question is like, would I expect from my – let's say I put this on my daughter. Would I expect for her to – to be doing school all day long, you know, mm-hmm. in her, all her waking hours. No, I wouldn't expect that. I would expect her to have time to do things that she enjoyed as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Not, not that I don't enjoy taking uh, – I don't enjoy taking care of the house. <laughs> well, but you – enjoy cleaning you enjoy a clean house you enjoy Mm -hmm. the feeling of completion on those things right like that's the thing with like these morning walks i don't enjoy it at all i'm not (laughs) having fun but i enjoy how i feel after Uh both mentally and physically but no i would not say homemaking is my hobby Uh -uh, me either i enjoy like you said i i do enjoy cleaning in a clean house but i would not consider that hobby not at all no 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 because no. i don't i don't want to have that just be my only thing you know well and think of it this way if you had the means to have someone come in and clean your house every single day if you never had to clean your house ever again mm-hmm. that wouldn't take joy away from you because right. it's the end result that you like right exactly as opposed to if you could never ride your bike again that would take something away from you if you mm-hmm. couldn't ride your bird scooter again that would be a negative it's the effect of the clean house that we like it's not the oh i really enjoy this toilet scrubbing it's i know i'm going to feel <laughs> good when this house is looks good and smells good so we would love to hear what your hobbies are and how you carve out time for them and if you are a parent Is there an age at which you started to feel like you had more time for yourself? I think for me, it was once my kids hit elementary school and, you know, I had some of those free hours during the day Mm -hmm. where I felt like I could start to get my life back together. But it really wasn't until that point that I started to feel a little bit more like me as opposed to just an extension of my children that's like feeding, cleaning, driving robot in some ways. Totally. Well, I think too, that's like where our YouTube channel was born, right? Didn't we like start creating content because we wanted to uh, share things 
like reconnect with the women that we are right. and share those things. Like we have a life outside of being a mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I remember. It was felt like a long time ago. It is, was a long time ago, but right. That, that's, that's how I recall the situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we would love to hear from you. You can always email us at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. And we will be right back with Megan and Wendy approved. Okay, we're back and it's time for Megan and Wendy approved. And Wendy, what do you have for us this week? I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, consider I purchased this particular item in March of 2020. So think of mm-hmm. where my head was at, okay? Mm-hmm. They are called the Clean Skin Club Towels. Have you okay. ever heard of these? Are they like makeup erasers? No. They're okay. just a box of towels. <laughs> They're disposable dis- or reusable? No, disposable towels. Okay. They are 100% biodegradable. Biodegradable? Okay. That's the word. They are to like wipe your, dry your face off instead of using like a musty old bath towel that you've uh-huh. used to dry other areas you Mm -hmm. know so they come in a box and i keep them at my you know on well here's the thing see i just said it again here's the thing they got lost underneath my sink if i'm being honest you Mm -hmm. know in the last year and i just recently pulled them out and i was like ah i'll leave these on the sink and i love using them they're soft enough that i use them to take off my makeup at night mascara Mm -hmm. and then i wash my face and then i use like the other side to pat it down and I like them and then what I do is I wipe my sink down and then I toss it nice I don't wipe the sink down the countertop you know what I'm talking about splatters of water yes exactly so I I think they're kind of a frivolous buy to be honest but I am quite enjoying them right now clean skin club towels I will leave a link how many come in a box I don't know 50 maybe okay that's a lot, right? Are they the size of a full-size paper towel or bigger or smaller? You're asking a lot of questions. They are the size, mm, a, a little bit smaller than a paper towel size. Okay. They're soft on one side and the other side, they're they're not. <laughs> All <laughs> they right. Have like a, they have like a pillowy like texture on one side. Mm-hmm. I really like them. I just, <clears throat> excuse me, what I, it has this thing, I'm such a sucker. It says, think about it. A washcloth is left to air dry each day. As it sits there, it gives bacteria and other microbes a chance to grow and spread. So that's like disgusting, right? So you're drying your face with a nice clean towel. I don't I know. like it. I mean. I'm definitely using a bacteria laden hand towel to dry my face. So. <laughs> I'm going to go toss that in the laundry as soon as we're done here. Uh, totally. I Maybe. do change it about every other day. but okay. I, I know, but still. Anyway, whatever. It was March 2020. I was like thinking that there was COVID on everything. So I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I need uh-huh. a fresh towel every time to dry my face it. off. I hear so, you. There we go. All right. Well, my, my item is also towel related. And <gasps> the item that I personally own i believe i have had since i got married i think it was a bridal shower gift it was from my mother-in-law and the exact name of this item i would call it a velcro towel it is basically a towel that has velcro strips so you can wrap it around yourself and attach it and so it stays do you know what i'm talking about yeah 
Yeah. So I Googled Velcro towel because the brand I have, who knows where it came from 17 years ago. And there are hundreds of them at every price point across the internet. But I found some at Target that are $10 and they are the bath body wrap from the room essentials brand, which is kind of like their dorm room style line. Uh Uh-huh. But here's why I like it. I do not like to get dressed immediately out of the shower. I know winter will put on a bathrobe while I get ready. I even when you dry off with a towel, my skin isn't completely dry. And I just don't like to put on clothes immediately. And so in the winter, I put on a big fluffy bathrobe. And in the summer, that's too hot. I do have a lightweight bathrobe. But I like this because it leaves my arms free so I can do lotion everywhere. And I just it's nice and cool and comfortable. And so I have this towel that I'm not constantly adjusting because the Velcro keeps it up and I can just kind of get ready in the bathroom while being covered because my children do not have any... (laughs) Boundaries. <laughs> when they boundaries is exactly the right word. They they do typically stand at the door asking if they can come in now after I have screamed at them one too many times to not walk in to my room because unannounced. I'm unannounced. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it for the summer. I find my I don't dry off with it. I dry off with one towel and then I grab my Velcro towel and hook it on, and I quite enjoy it. So I just do the like tuck with the towel i do the same thing really i don't well i do adjust it several times Mm -hmm. but you're right you're drying your hair and you're lifting your arms up man i'm gonna be naked in 3.2 seconds oh see that's funny so like i will wear the towel like that and put my makeup on and Mm -hmm. then i get dressed and then i blow dry my hair oh no see if i dry my hair with my clothes on then my clothes are full of hair uh yeah Yeah. i don't have those problems So, look, yes, a towel wrapped around your body tucked in will do the same work. But if you do any sort of movement, I find that mine get loose and fall down. So this solves that problem. It is, of course, if you have a kid, going to college is also nice because there are often shared bathroom situations. And so they can put this on after the shower. And so they're not in risk of a wardrobe malfunction mm-hmm. in the dorm room bathroom. Well, I imagine Target's going to be full of those in the next coming, probably month, dorm room stuff, you know? Indeed. I, I know that's our line. They'll have they'll have more options available. Cute ones, I'm sure. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back on Thursday with our review of You Had Me at Aloha the First in Hallmark's Summer Nights series of movies. Listen, I'm kind of excited for it, only because I have a Hawaii trip on the horizon. So yes. I just need yes. a little Hawaii in my life. Yeah. I cannot wait. We'll be back to talk about that movie. We hope you will join us. Until then, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.